0: AutoLine Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone your journey our passion and by Dow Automotive Systems improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at dowbetamate.com hello and welcome to AutoLine Daily you know back in May Bob King the president of the UAW appeared on AutoLine this week and said the union was in discussions with Volkswagen's plant in Tennessee to represent its workers. Now, it looks like those efforts are finally paying off. Reuters reports that King and Volkswagen officials met last week about letting workers vote on implementing a works council at the plant, which allows them to have a say in things like job conditions and strategy, but does not negotiate wages and benefits. Volkswagen has 102 factories worldwide and all of its workers at those plants are represented by a works council except those in Tennessee and China. Even if it does not negotiate wages, that would represent a major victory for the union because none of the major foreign automakers building vehicles in the U.S. are represented by the UAW. Now let's look ahead next week to the Frankfurt Auto Show. Remember, we'll be webcasting from the show next Tuesday starting at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. But until then, here's some more info on some of the cars that will debut there. Take a look at this garish design from Lexus, which exhibits what it calls its L Finesse design language. Personally, I think it looks more like an origami design with sharp folded edges forming every surface on the body. This compact crossover hybrid, called the LF-NX, will definitely stand out in a crowd which should help Lexus shed its somewhat stodgy image. The interior is also highly styled, but remember, this is a concept and it's unlikely the production interior will look so far out. The low roofline and steeply raked backlight suggest interior room was sacrificed for a more dramatic design. Ford will unveil what it calls a unique upscale product and ownership experience at the Frankfurt Auto Show. They're calling it Vignale. Basically, the company will offer more premium features on its cars and select dealers will offer customers a more luxurious experience. Dealers will pick up a vehicle and drop it off when it needs maintenance, and customers will also receive free car washes and invitations to special events. Vignale will be extended to other models but it's exclusive to Europe. The Mondeo Vignale will be the first to go on sale in 2015 and Ford will have a concept of it at the Frankfurt Show with features of things like chrome detailing, a unique front-end design and leather seats. A few weeks back we showed you a few teaser images of the Yaris Hybrid R concept that Toyota will show off in Frankfurt and now we've got the whole enchilada It's obviously based on a three-door Yaris but has much more sporty styled front and rear fascias with air vents, newly designed headlights, and unique 18-inch wheels. The front wheels are driven by a 300 horsepower turbocharged four-cylinder that works with two 60 horsepower electric motors in the back. A third electric motor is used in between as a generator during braking and to directly power the rear motors during acceleration. Clearly, Toyota wants to demolish the milk toast image that its hybrids have. And for all the details on this sporty hatch, click the link in today's show notes. Last month, we had some sketches of a concept from Audi that built on the spirit of its Sport Quattro from the mid-80s. But now we have a look at it in the flesh. The concept also carries the Sport Quattro name and is powered by a twin-turbo V8 that's mated to a 110-kilowatt electric motor, which is good for a total output of 700 horsepower. The exterior of the car has some new design elements like its hexagonal front grille, LED headlamps, and the side air vents just behind the front tires, which may be an indication of where Audi styling is headed in the future. The Sport Quattro also makes its debut in Frankfurt. Okay, but enough about the Frankfurt Show for now. Coming up next, it's time for You Said It. Dow Automotive Systems, driving solutions in automotive, commercial transportation, and aftermarket with innovative products like Betamate Structural Adhesives. Lighter, stronger, safer, dowbetamate.com. And now it's time for some of your feedback. MJB saw our report about the phone app that Honda developed to warn pedestrians they might get hit by a car. He says, I don't know, that whole DSRC technology from Honda for alerting pedestrians when they're about to get hit by moving vehicles by sending alerts to their smartphones just seems about as useful as a handheld remote control for one's car stereo. Ridiculously redundant. I agree, it does look ridiculous. Until... I look around at how many pedestrians are walking around with their face in their phone, oblivious to what's going on around them. I hear that in cities these days, there's more and more cases of people walking into lampposts. Yesterday, we asked you to vote on whether Jaguar should be allowed to sell crossovers, or does that mean it's stepping on Land Rover's toes? Mike says, as to the Jaguar versus Land Rover thing on SUVs, the obvious comparison would be to the Porsche Cayenne. That model has been a huge success for Porsche. It might work for Jaguar as well. Maybe Land Rover should try a sports car. Well, Mike, we're talking about CUVs, not SUVs. Jaguar says it's okay for it to make crossovers, but not SUVs. But you know, your point about the Cayenne is a good one. They had a massive argument inside Porsche before they went ahead with that one. And I think Land Rover might actually argue that it already has a sports car, they call it the evoke. Lex says Bob Lutz hinted on Autoline this week that the 2015 Chevy Cruze may receive a new nose similar to the new Chevy Impala. Can anyone confirm that? Well, I think Bob already confirmed it. Imagine the Cruze with a nose that looks like the Impala or the 2014 Malibu, and I think you'll have a good idea of what that Cruise will look like. Tony Gray saw my story on getting to fly in a B 17 and says, Years ago, I got to play around in a B 17 called Sentimental Journey. Very sweet. At an air show in Philly in the 80s, I got to see a B 29, and that absolutely dwarfed the B 17. I don't know if any 29s are still flying. Those guys were saying it was exponentially more expensive to keep in the air than a 17. Tony, according to their website, the Confederate Air Force gives rides in a B-29, but you can't move around in the plane like I could in the 17. And prices on the 29 range from about $600 to $1,500. Fat boy 19831 heard us say that Detroit Electric will probably end up building cars in the Netherlands. Detroit Electric built in Holland, he says? Fail. Yeah, fat boy, we never had that much confidence that... Detroit Electric would really go anywhere. Hey, thanks for all your letters and comments. We truly enjoy going through them all. And before we go, remember, tomorrow night is time for Auto Line After Hours. Our guest will be Bob Carter, the head of automotive operations for Toyota Motor Sales in the U.S. You know, we provide you with some of the best insider information in the business. And that wraps up today's report. Thanks for watching, and please join us again tomorrow.